the Big Bang Theory. Who made it? He's adopted. How can I be adopted when I have a twin sister? Think, monkey. Think. Young Sheldon, coming to CBS this fall. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. I can hear the streets coming. I can hear the Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to The Gates of Shell, episode 12, the first episode of the second half of the first season. Uh, I'm your host, Jack Storbeck, and join with me, as always, my co host, Optin Haydari. Optin. Yo, yo, what's good? I am uh, it's ha- good to be back, Jack. Yeah, it's the, we're we're on the, we're on the back nine of the, or back 11, I guess, in this case of Sheldon, of of the Sheldon verse. Uh, it's been, it's been fun so far, but I just kind of wanted to get a couple things out of the way before we start this show. Uh, what's on your mind, Jeff? If you don't mind, if I could just speak, uh, kind of from the heart. Um, so people have been listening, uh, against my wishes, Thank you for listening, but some people, some people have been telling me, like, oh, I don't watch Young Sheldon, so I don't know what you guys are talking about or what's going on, and to these people that say that, that this just makes me want to fucking scream. Like, who do you think we are? Do you, I'm not like you people. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, what, what do you mean you don't watch Young Sheldon? Like, are you fucking insane? Like, no one knows what's going on. Not even us. We've been watching the show. We have no idea what's going on. Like, I don't need to... It's like watching every episode of the fucking Marvel Universe just to go into Endgame. Like, oh, you haven't seen Ant-Man the Wasp? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, go read it on Wikipedia if you don't want to watch it. Also, just to be clear, like, just because you don't watch Young Sheldon doesn't mean you shouldn't be a devout follower of Sheldon. How many Christians have read the entire Bible? I rest my case. Um, another thing is to address the people that are like, oh, another podcast, starting another podcast. Look, Young Sheldon, in my opinion, is the only topic that should be ever talked about on a podcast. Full stop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, really? Like, oh, yeah, fuck podcasts. Everyone's making podcasts. Like, but wait until people see my sketch comedy Tiger King parody video. Yeah, that'll be better. If my Joe Exotic video goes viral, maybe I'll get a job on the Joe Biden campaign content team. (laughs) Like when I hear, if I hear somebody say one more time to me, hey, Jack, do you think Carol fed her husband to the tigers? Carol fed her husband to the tigers. All I'm hearing is, hey, Jack, I don't believe Tara Reid. That's what I hear when people say, talk about tiger. That show's been out for fucking two months. Get it. It, which is like, which is a year in um, internet time, you know. That's a decade in internet time. So That's a decade in quarantine time. Yeah, okay. I don't want to get too riled up. But uh, we have a guest. We I don't, do have a I don't, guest. I don't like, I, I, I don't like becoming this hot out of the gate with yeah. a guest, but. You know, you, we try to make, not make a scene in front of the guests, but, you know, sometimes, uh. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes couples argue, you know. Yeah, no, it's and, jarring. Uh, that, yeah, and you know, sometimes I'm sorry you have to see this, but um, okay. Marge, my <laughs> great friend uh, Marge, is here joining us in the studio, in the virtual studio. Marge, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us in Shell. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be in. What is this? Like the seventh ring of Shell? The like. This is what this level is the, of inferno is this? This is all the. This is like. This is like. Like, you know, like in Flatland, you know, like that book you read as a kid, right? Where they're all 2D. So, yeah. you know, they can only perceive the 2D world. But then, like, oh, the sphere comes in. And, just and the sphere. Them. No, but it can see everything. It's experiencing all the different of planes of Flatland at once. That's like us. We're, like, in the fourth dimension of Sheldon. Yeah, each layer of, it's each all, layer all of the layers shell of... is a complete, it's imperceivable to yeah. human I'm in all of them. We're experiencing them all at once. Yeah, we are. We are like we are like a a, a time rod going through all the layers of shell at once. Oh yeah, time is a flat circle for Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy Um, to be here. I'm excited to discuss. We're no, we're happy to have you here, and um, and uh, excitingly also, um, uh, Marge is to our knowledge our first resident Houston 
Um, person, uh, a first person from Texas. That's what I want to <laughs> say. Fucking hell! On the show. <laughs> that took a minute. A, a, a Texas person, a Texan. Texan, as so is they what? say. Yeah, Houstonian yeah. Texan. It's yeah. yeah, all that, all that jazz. All yeah. That so jazz. Um, I guess I'll start off not only apologizing for screaming right out of the gate, but also. <laughs> Uh, if you've ever heard me talk about Texas, I'm sorry, because what I've said is probably not positive. It is completely fine. I'm very used to it. Beautiful. Well, we're going to, we're going to dive real deep into this one and yeah. hopefully, hopefully there's some good Texas content here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Marge, uh, before we get into it, how much do you, have you ever seen an episode of Young Sheldon? How familiar are you with, how familiar are you with the show? Like, what, what's, I, your, what's your vantage point going in? Okay, I've never seen a single episode of Young Sheldon. To my knowledge, unless I was asleep or in a different state of being, I have not seen even an episode of Big Bang Theory. Okay, I understand. I understand the concept of this man. Um, what, what is that concept to you? My concept of this man is that he's part, well, in Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Are these the same timeline? Are they, like, the same don't universe? Don't worry about that. Okay, Big okay. Big Bang Theory, okay. Okay, if, if, you ask, if you ask a feeble-minded person, they are the same timeline, same universe. Okay. But Jack and I rightfully understand that Big Bang Theory is no longer canon. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, I young love Sheldon. That. Young Sheldon is like is is like rewrite. It's like it. in it's like in time travel. If you go back in the past, mm-hmm. you rewrite the future, right? Yeah. It is retroactively <laughs> making Big Bang Theory obsolete. This I is the it, this is the butterfly effect to the nth degree. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right. So my my perception of Sheldon as a being is in Big Bang Theory, he's one of the snootier of the Big Bang theorists. Yeah, like he's one of the arguably the, the big bang okay. theorists. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I have what not I think heard them are. personified as that. <laughs> yeah. That's what they must be. Um, the formal title. He seems like the meanest one. Um, Jim Parsons. So is so I didn't realize that Sheldon was from Texas until I heard about Young Sheldon because Jim Parsons is from Houston. Which is oh really? Yeah, it's I did me, not know that. It's me, Jim Parsons, Travis Scott, Megan Thee Stallion. We're all yeah. hanging out. My old, my old boss. Yeah, your old boss. That's all. That's yeah. pretty much anybody who's come out of Houston. Obviously yeah. Beyonce. Um, so I know that. I mean, I just know that he's one of the guys, one of the lads. He's very snooty, from what I can tell, and that young Sheldon is a story of him like coming up in Texas. Well, he does. That that missed, that that thing does carry over. He does he yeah. does have snoot. Yeah, he does have yeah, snoot. He does have snoot. I don't know what it is. Got um, a lot of that. You're missing so, the whole part where he, um, you know, reinstates a monarchy over the United States, oh, and yeah. um, and kills a fraction of the population. But we'll get into that. When okay, perfect. I'm yeah. I'm convinced he's the reason that Texas was unable to secede. <laughs> I think he got that, in the way that, of that. <laughs> that's an interesting theory. He, that's that, something we could get behind. That yeah. that that could very well happen in this show because, as we've <laughs> stated, just uh, th- this is not canon uh, in terms of what happens in the Big Bang Theory, and we know that Chuck Lorre's uh, has no bounds on. Oh, what I we'll have explore. seen. I have seen one Chuck Lorre show. I did. I have seen episodes of Two and a Half Men. Both pre and post Ashton Kutcher. Huh. <laughs> it's interesting you say pre or pre and post Ashton Kutcher, not pre and post Charlie Sheen. I can't think Which about I that f- man. <laughs> what, really? <laughs> That'll stress me out too much. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's why. Maybe that's why there's so much anti Semitism in this show, Jack. <laughs> yeah. The, the specter of Charlie the Sheen. Char- yeah, is... the Charlie Sheen connection. Yeah. Charlie very Sheen. Very well tra- very well could be. He just showed Chuck Lorre uh, too many YouTube videos of questionable content. And, yeah. Uh, now we from, got young from Charlie. Tiger King to Tiger's Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Lorre's. Yeah. I don't care. So, if, anybody listening, if you like Tiger King or make sketches about Tiger King, I don't give a fuck. Now just, you're just retracting. Just don't. I'll, well, I'm I'm not retracting, but just like if you come after Sheldon, you're gonna make me pissed. Yeah, uh, Tiger King was great. It just became like fodder very quickly, you know. Yeah. Once, once, once Donald Trump Jr. was talking about Tiger King, that's yeah. when I was like, "Oh, this is done. 
This can no longer be cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, episode 12 is titled A Computer, A Plastic Pony, and A Case of Beer. Marge, so the episodes all have these three random things as a format. They have varying degrees of uh, relevance to each episode, but going in, how do you think these three things are going to play out in the plot? Hmm. And it's a computer... Plastic pony? A plastic pony plastic and pony. a case of beer. Case of beer. Well, whenever I think of beer, I automatically think like Texas teens getting into that shit. So I feel like Sheldon's gonna find it and then have to like choose whether or not he's gonna rat on whoever's the owner of it. Maybe a sibling. Um plastic pony, I feel like that's something that Sheldon would be embarrassed by. Be a little too juvenile for his tastes. And computer is just going to be, you know, Sheldon back on the grind, hacking shit away, getting to the root code. Fuck that's yeah. My, I, what I, that's what I think is going to happen. Hey, that, that it's, it's happened before. Sheldon, <laughs> Sheldon technology and criminal behavior go together like yeah. fucking three amigos. The Out one of constant of the show so far. Yeah. Is that he's okay. a criminal. That he's a cyber criminal. He slips under the radar, but it'll catch up to him. Okay, so Marge, Obton, and I are going to go watch episode 12 of Young Sheldon titled A Computer, A Plastic Pony, and A Case of Beer. Uh, We'll be right back. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. I can hear the screeches coming. Okay, and we are back from watching episode 12. Uh, they're going to get divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were going to get divorced. I don't care if they made up. That make that make makeup was bullshit. The seed of doubt did, is definitely in her. We did see the divorce, the potential divorce coming from a mile away. But also, how could you not? This was yeah. always very clearly a loveless marriage between Bill Ponderosa and uh mary cooper they're such a like classic sitcom couple with just like a fucking dopey ass fat husband and like Mm. a beautiful wife who does everything is that how you know sometimes i wonder is that just what like is that just what like hollywood execs just think happen in like middle america yeah (laughs) all dads are fat like because it's such a trope in sitcoms i don't understand it they don't even you don't even have to go that far it's how they are they're fat and dopey and have like wives way out of their league that's no no no, they just assume that that could happen anywhere they assume that it's not because of their huge paycheck they assume it's just because oh i'm just that great of a guy no, 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 no. I, I, I disagree with you here. I'm going to push back. Okay. It's true. It's true that they have wives out of their league. That is true. But they're not fat. They all have personal trainers. They're it's all true. doing they weird. Economics. They're all doing weird LA shit. They're all like drinking their meals. Like instead of th- that whole thing of like where you just drink meals instead of eat them. You know, they're all on Soylent. You know, Hello. they're all doing that shit. They're not fat. I mean, they might be some of them. They're not but, fat. But like, I'm How just saying dare it's, you. it's a perception. It is a perception that they yeah. have of like what the average 2.5 family, 2.5 kid family must be. You well, know? I think they think that everybody in middle America is fat, but then they don't, they can't process what a fat woman would look like. So then that's what happens. Yeah. Well, they, they know. Think, what you Sorry, you're saying? <laughs> No, I was gonna say answer. I was just gonna I was just gonna say they know that like I'm sorry to be crude about this but like you know Uh-oh. they know that the wife has to be hot for somebody to watch the show that's like what fifty percent of these yeah. men are doing when they watch these sitcoms is is the wife hot you know <laughs> that's the top question at the water cooler the next day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like did you see young Sheldon is that mom banging or not like two broke girls the whole appeal <laughs> the whole appeal of that show. Is that they're both just so gorgeous. I love it. I love that yeah. for them. Well, hot or not, the Cooper family marches on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obton, sorry for fat shaming the Hollywood pedophile elite. <laughs> I, I'm I'll not be sure. I'll be sure to 
show them a little more respect. Hey, I'm just being factual here. You can badmouth them all you want. I'm just That's saying true. that they are the they are they are not the they are not the let me shove Bob Evans into my mouth via conveyor belt. <laughs> let me go to Whataburger and just like drink. From the ranch trow, the ranch dressing trow. That's trowel. how they serve at Waterbury. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, they bring no, it out to your car. Or Fuddruckers or whatever the fuck, whatever place I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's Jack. Not, yeah, Jack. It's, it's they not, may be pedophiles, but damn it, they're hot pedophiles. So. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's it's they're the, thin. They're, 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 thin they're, the, they're the inverse sicko. They're the inverse. They're Ooh. the L.A. sicko version of that. You know, like they only eat from creation juice uh, juicery. <laughs> and they, they they cannot tolerate anything else. They only like get if, the daily harvest meals. Yeah, the, yeah, ex- smoothies that show up at your door. Exactly. Like they 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 go to Erewhon and they buy they buy their water from Erewhon and you could you could <laughs> fill the water. Rocks. You could fill the water with not with just regular tap water. They would not be able to tell the difference, but they will still swear to you that they can only drink the Erewhon water, you know. They probably Those water their house plants with like bottled water. Oh yeah. Oh but, god. All right. I'll I'll try break and do a quick us. plot breakdown of this episode. There's not there's not a lot to really break down. I'll try and I'll get I'll plow through it as fast as I can. Uh so we basically start off in Radio Shack and Sheldon is saying that power is a narcotic and that the Tandy 1000 SL was his drug of choice. Tries to get his mom to buy it, but she can't afford it, so they leave. Uh, later, Mary is telling her husband and Mima that Sheldon really wanted this computer. Bill suggests that Sheldon gets a job. Um, and then Mima offers to buy him one and then have them pay her back. But Bill is obviously threatened by the fact that he can't provide. Uh, so he like refuses Mima's uh, offer. And that night, Bill is upset that Mary won't fuck him. And she's saying that she only, quote, has relations with men she likes. Um, but she also reveals that she saved up money and thinks that it, they'd have good use for the computer. Um, but of course, Bill is just furious that she has money that he doesn't know about and they go to bed. So the next day, Bill walks in with two cases of Lone Star beer and Mary's pissed. And he says, don't worry, I didn't use your money. I used mine. So then Mary has the kids pack their bags to stay at Mima's. But Georgie stays back because Missy told him a girl called a few months ago and he wants to be there in case she calls again. So then at the house georgie is saying that the single life fits him more for some reason and that he'll never get married and he compares women to a golden corral buffet and makes a thousand dollar bet with his dad that he'll be single by the time he's 25 and then sheldon in a voiceover explains that he married his first wife at age 19 um and that's georgie they don't say how old his wife is uh so then at Mima's, mary puts sheldon and missy to bed and she confirmed she like tells them that don't worry, we're not getting a divorce. Uh, but then Mary gets into bed with Mima and tells Mima that this was a long time coming and the fight goes to the core of their marriage. And Mima responds by telling her daughter that she still fucks in the very bed that they're sleeping in. Um, so then Georgie asks his dad if he's going to apologize. Bill says he won't because it sets a bad precedent because, you know, nothing tanks a relationship like saying, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> And then driving home from school, Mary asked if, if Sheldon still wants a computer. He says yes, and so she gets one for him. And we cut back to the house. Bill and Georgie are trying to do laundry, and Bill uh, says he's separating the whites from the colors, and Georgie says, whoa, that's racist. Uh, get it? That joke has never been done, race and laundry. Um, so then after sheldon sets up the computer he asks this primitive ai program called eliza for advice about his parents marriage mima overhears the conversation and tells mary that she needs to get out of the house and she should um fix things with bill um she asks if she should apologize and mima says no because that'll set a bad precedent uh so mary leaves the house just as bill is walking over um, and I guess they live across the street. We established that this episode. Um, and he says he came over to apologize and Mary buys it hook, line and sinker. And they walk away holding hands. Uh, the kids and Mary move back in. Sheldon tells his parents that his dad is spending about a thousand dollars a year on beer. And the episode ends with Bill watching Mary use the laundry machine and learning how to operate it. Um, 
okay. not letting her know that he knows how to operate. Like, that he yeah. didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it pretty clear that the reason he wanted her back was purely selfish reasons. That he did not know how to operate the laundry machine. Which also gets to this point that this isn't just this show, but, like, in a lot of, like, sitcoms, they make, like, the job of the mother, like, whenever the mother leaves or something, they always make it, like, the the, the kids and the husband can't figure out how to do, like, laundry or cook. They make it seem like that's the mother's job. And not only that, but that that's the hardest part. Like, forget about raising the kids or being the, like, like being the one that the kids actually, you know, love. Um, forget about that. He, the hardest part is chores. Yeah. The most yeah. confusing bit is just how to work that damn vacuum cleaner. Like, like that's, that's what he's struggling with. He isn't struggling with the fact that he has no idea how to connect with his kids. He's struggling <laughs> with that. He doesn't know how to operate the fucking laundry machine. He doesn't know how to cut the crust off a sandwich. So that's yeah. like that's the so that's what Mary's contribution is to the family. Yeah. He sends I his mean, child to school with a fucking canned thing of food. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah. Huh. That's incredible. Um yeah, I I like how um like they just left Georgie with Bill Ponderosa. They just left the older son with the dad. I don't even think because like they could bond more as like men. But because I genuinely think that Mary Cooper um, only wanted to leave with Sheldon and realizes that she has to take Missy along as a result. Yeah. Like, Missy's just, like, dragged along. We've said this before, but um, even if Sheldon is, like, you know, he's clearly, um, you know, on the spectrum a little (laughs) and uh, struggles with certain social situations... And, um, you know, it's clear that he's going to have, if if he's not well taken care of, he could have a very hard time because of his social, social inadequacy or whatever. But whatever the fuck the parents are doing to, uh, his sister, Missy, will have a way worse effect on her later in life. Oh, Just, like, complete abandonment. Just, like, like, treating this girl, like, as, like, like, literally, like, like, a cat. Like, yeah. if we split up, who has to keep her? And I love Missy as a concept. Oh, she's great. In execution. She calls the brother just to see if he'd fucking pick up because he's fiending for some girl to call. It's incredible. Yeah. That was a fun... I, I, I liked... Genuinely liked that bit. Yeah, I, like, um, laughed out loud at that moment. I was like, okay. Yeah, I fa- she's I, definitely... I felt that feeling. Yeah, she's definitely, like, one of the comedic anchors of... As far as those three go, Georgie's just like, like they are pounding that idiot trope right into the fucking ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, though, I will say, like, as a mother, the best thing you could do for Missy is not leave her with Bill for a single moment. So, like, thank God. Like, like, she leaves, like, Georgie, that horny monster, like, leaving him with Bill Ponderosa is like, oh, my God. Like you're literally creating a monster yeah and like when he can fend for himself a little bit georgie yeah well i mean with the dad like he's not gonna be that influenced by bill ponderosa whereas missy might pick up like a bad word or something that's that's true yeah i'm nervous georgie's Georgie's too long gone yeah yeah but i think i think that ship is long sail with missy as well yeah maybe yeah Yeah, but i don't think missy like yeah, I, I think there will be, like, Missy's gonna have some shit come up in the future, but, like, yeah. at least it's not, like, like, stemming from her father, because that would be way worse. Well, true, true. In but, fa- in fact, like, like, yeah, I don't know, she's, like, gonna end up more like Meemaw, yeah. rather than either of the parents, but, and Meemaw at least is alive. Yeah, yeah Bill dies. She's sick, yeah. She's in a nice-ass fucking house. Yeah, like, can we not talk about bad. how fucking nice her house looked? Yeah, those yeah. property values must be damn cheap over there. Like, where is she? Because where is she getting her money? Oh, dude, yeah, Texas property she values owes, don't even. She worry owes about. money. We know that she owes money to the mob or someone. Yeah, but she's like, but as far as like how bad things like 
could get for Mima because she's definitely put herself in shitty situations. Like she has a house. She's not on the street. Yeah. She's like, True. uh, she, she says bangs. she's still, yeah, she still has an active sex life, which by the way, I love how after Mima says that she still has an active sex life, she has to clarify in this bed. Like that's the twist to that story. Like yeah. it's a shock that Mima actually has sex in her bed and not somewhere public or where people can see her. Like, oh yeah. Well, she doesn't like, go over for any shit. If a guy calls her and tells her to come through, she's like, "No, you need to get your ass over here. I'm not getting yeah. that fucking car." Yeah, like that. I mean, that like if if you would ask me before this episode, where does Mima have sex? I would have probably said anywhere but her house. Like, damn. Yeah, like, yeah. She, like she. She has huge. I don't shit where I eat. Energy. That's oh, what I thought. Like, I respect like, that. Yeah. Like, if she's like, yeah, I still have an active love, love life, like, I thought Mary was going to turn and be like, yeah, I know, that's why I'm not sleeping in your car. Yeah. Oh. For me, Ma, the best part about having an orgy is that you get to use the carpool lane, so. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I see me, Ma, as like a go-to-a-sex party, like an orgy type person, Yeah, a little too, eyes know? wide shut energy for me, Yeah. Ma. Oh, yeah, no, I could see that for sure. Yeah. I, I, that, that can only explain why her daughter is so fucking religious. Oh, yeah. And just absolutely settles for Bill. He didn't even, he didn't even apologize. He said, I came over to apologize. Didn't say what he was sorry for. Her eyebrows instantly went from right angles to uh, fucking upside down parentheses. I don't know. Yeah, they did a little bit of like a seesaw. Moment. Yeah. I mean, this whole argument is just like, it's because it's the dumbest thing to argue about. Too. Yeah. Like, I, like, cause it's not like a substantial argument between them. It's not like a, like, like one of those long standing fights that just simmer between couples and like right. festers forever. It's just no, like, oh, I want to buy my kid something he clearly doesn't fucking deserve because he's a nine year old brat. And the dad being like, no, that's my money. I work for it. Like, we can't afford it. No, but she's... she. Am, he, I wrong to, am I wrong to take the dad's side here? No, 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 no. He's mad that... He's mad that she has money that he doesn't know about. Yeah, that's well, his... Like, step, that seems to be yes. the root. Which, yes, you're right. And once again, I mean, that whole conversation... Because then he's like, well, you see all of my money. I don't see any of yours. And she's like that's my right like that was very i don't know i don't know whose side to take on that one either i mean how much how much money does he think she has like she's right, not fucking true. walter white like with like fucking cash under the house yeah like you see every nickel i make yeah bill all 12 of them dude like damn we, we like what how yeah i don't know how much money mary has but it's not like but why does she have the money yeah where's she earning it that's well, she question. said she said she was like doing bookkeeping for the church and stuff. So she's not like the okay, church is shady. paying her. She's that's not shady. Yeah, which that which if if anything, it's like fucking change. Like, like she's scraps. not making. Yeah, she well she like yeah. They don't say how much money she has. I hope it's a lot so that she can finally like fucking leave. But yeah, yeah. at this point, I don't think it matters how much money she has. I think. It, like, she's not going to use it to leave. If she had, she would have by now. I think she's just using it as, like, ammo. Just a like, little bit of leverage with such a, like, wild card husband. Yeah. And, like, can we talk about, like, okay, how much is beer? Like, how <laughs> much? Well, not that. Okay. So, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, like, I guess it depends on how you look at this, but I did a little math. Um, during the episode. And so they say at the end, Bill spends about a thousand dollars on beer. I looked up the average income for a high school teacher at the time, which was about like $30,000. And so after taxes, that's like about 21 K uh, a little more than that. So that's 5% of his income goes to beer. To Lone and Star. To King. Lone Star beer. To Lone King Star beer. The average price of a six pack in eighty nine was four seventy five. So a thousand dollars a year on beer is two hundred and ten six packs, which is on average three and a half beers a night. Damn. Woo! Imagine Damn. having the drinking habits of a college student without a college degree. Yeah. <laughs> 
And not and honestly, speaking of degrees, how many degrees of separation are between you and a stick of degree antiperspirant, you sweaty, lazy fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. How about instead of 5% of your income on beer, you spend like 5% of your time paying attention to your wife? Or you give yeah. her more than 5% of the bed to sleep on? Or do like two yeah. sit-ups. Just yeah. once a day. Switch to whiskey or something. Like, yeah. Like you're going to get we bloated. See- what we see in this episode, because we brought this up in our earlier episode, when the, the, the first time it was confirmed that they have sex, that, like, um, we were theorizing, like, well, you know, this is the first evidence we've seen of them having sex. Yeah. And they, they implied it had been a long time. But in this episode, they say, so they say, like, uh, Bill Ponderosa phrase is like a weekly thing. Yeah. Remember? It was like, is, is it like time for our weekly uh, relations? Uh. Which is just, oh, uh, just imagine... Is that is that the future? Is that is that is that marriage? Just not if I can help it, dude. Scheduled, yeah. <laughs> not, ske- if, not if scheduled sex. I can't. Mess. I don't know. I guess it's hard for me to think about this from from the vantage point of being a woman. But if I was a woman and I was like getting ready for bed and I heard my husband say like in his like fucking undershirt and boxers already in bed, being like, "Is it time for our weekly?" Th- thing yeah like our weekly relations nothing could get me more out of the mood literally yeah. watching Salo would be more of an aphrodisiac than hearing yeah. bill utter in his fucking belchy fucking burp mouth is it time for our weekly fuck fest yeah no fuck thank fest. you yeah and by fuck fest you mean like missionary for 10 minutes max. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> 100% what that says. I mean like. fuck fest in the like lightest of terms. And the I was term. so the reason I asked you guys what denomination of Christianity she was cuz if she's Catholic then it makes sense for her to be out here being like I don't fuck except for procreation. But she's Baptist. And I don't know a whole lot about the Baptist people, but they seem a little more like she'd be down to clown if she wasn't married oh, to no, fucking Bill. They, they're definitely not that religious. They they would she, fuck. She it is. is. It is not. A, it is not because of a fear of God okay. and damnation that they don't fuck. Yeah, she's it much is. more afraid of like, like opening her eyes and seeing her husband, like during sex, than she is about God. God or, but okay, you bring that up. So she's definitely much much more afraid of the musk that he oh, <laughs> smells. Yeah. Just like yeah Yeah. just being obliterated yeah she's much more afraid of reality than she is of like the afterlife but but uh i'm glad you bring that up so being the first person like uh on the show that's uh from texas uh because you brought up like the southern baptist so like yeah i don't know much about that either but like as far as like the people there and kind of, I guess, the decor, the slang, all that stuff. Like, what's your take on it? Like, how accurate, how inaccurate, how, like, stereotypical, like, all that. Like, what's... Sure, sure. Um, so, they are in East Texas? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Galveston. They're in Galveston. They're in Galveston. <laughs> oh, that changed... Wait. What? Tell us. Tell Galveston us. Elaborate. Is... Okay. Fuck Galveston. A Say whatever you talk want about, about it. So a small history lesson about the island in the Gulf of Mexico known as Galveston is that it was supposed to be Houston. It was supposed to be like the really? fucking shit show, like great city, big port energy. And then in like 1900 or 1910, we had what Texans call the Great Storm. And it was a, it was a hurricane, but they didn't really know what the fuck that was. And it destroyed Galveston, like decimated it. So then they were like, we can't put all of our, we can't hedge our bets on this fucking thing. So then Houston blew up and Galveston now is like, I, I can't compare anything in LA to it, but it's like, well, A, the Gulf of Mexico is disgusting. It's like at that part of the Gulf of Mexico is vile. Galveston is like an hour outside of Houston. All it has is fucking Bubba Gump sponsored giant boardwalk and like three beach houses. And I have no idea what it was like in the 80s, but I cannot imagine living there. Okay, so that's okay. So that changes things. I yeah, I 
I, doubt, I doubt Galveston got any worse from the I d- <laughs> Yeah, I, that's gnarly. I definitely didn't get any better. Since yeah, it's basically everything 80s. you described without the Bubba Gumps. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like just Bubba Gump hadn't landed. Yeah, I really, that cultural, the cultural institution of Texas, that is Bubba Gump Shrimp. Bubba Gump Shrimp, baby. So it's just I basically lo- like if Universal City Walk was hit by a Category 5 storm. Yeah, and then they were like, time to rebuild with like no better infrastructure, <laughs> just like more yeah. chutzpah. Like that's I, what they did. Bubblegum shrimp. I I remember when I first when I was a child and I first because you know I'm from a I'm from a small town like an actual like isolated yeah. small town right like you know we just got an Olive Garden like I think like two years ago. Harrisonburg. Um, yeah, Harrisonburg got its Damn. first Olive Garden. That's yeah, huge. I know, right? Shout out I mean, that, was that was a huge deal. Olive Garden responded to me on Twitter, so I I fuck with Olive Garden. Really? What they what what they what you say? Well, I I, ta- I I tagged them like two or three times in a row, saying that me and my family eat like dinner in their parking lot, and they were like glad you enjoyed it. It was like a bot or somebody. Oh my but god! I was I was thrilled. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an endorsement. You should, there. you should do that. You should do that again. They should but be the sponsor like, on this show. But 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 like oh put, my like, god, uh, put like mannequins and like pet animals in like in human clothes in your car and just be like eating Olive Garden with my family and just do the <laughs> whole thing as if you were an insane person with a fictitious family and just see how far they'll keep responding. Olive to Garden, you. why won't you respond to me? I'll just rewrite Eminem's stand. I was just about, about to say that. Olive Garden. <laughs> I feel like I got my girlfriend in the trunk, Olive Garden. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, Olive Garden, my, like, hold up, like, hold up, like, a fucking, like, tickle me Elmo. Like, Olive Garden, my son is dying. Yeah. He needs breadsticks. <laughs> I'm about to drive into the fucking Galveston Bay with him in the fucking trunk. We don't come have, to have, me right oh now. Oh, my God. That's have they clarified? Have they clarified if they'll do unlimited breadsticks takeout? Like just no. keep bringing it to your house. Like this, this is I. This needed to be addressed for me. Like, how does unlimited breadsticks work if I am not in the store? For the visual component, Omton just shook his keys at the <laughs> microphone yeah. for no reason. You know, I will about- drive there right fucking now. <laughs> I am not fucking around here. Hey, we need to we need to liberate California. Am I right, guys? <laughs> we need to liberate America. Yeah, yeah you're a, a hunting I, beach with the sign that's like. I, I do. I, I, I honestly, as performance art, I want to go to Huntington Beach. I want to go to any of these dumbass right wing protests and just hold and just and I want to get interviewed by the news and I want to be a single issue voter on reopening America for unlimited breadsticks and I'll be explicit like I don't care if three thousand people die a day. I don't care if five thousand people die yeah. a day. I don't care if we wipe out a quarter of the American population. I need my goddamn unlimited breadsticks. I've You're goddamn right. Them and I can't do it. So I need yeah. you to deliver them right The cure cannot be worse than the disease. Yeah. <laughs> Get that tatted. The, the, the cure the cure in, in this instance. The cure in this instance being unlimited breadsticks. When but y'all gun, when you're sorry, here in your family and never disrespect the family again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never, never take sides. Never against take the family. sides against the family again, Olive Garden. <laughs> it's Succession, but it's just the Olive Garden family. Oh my! God. Oh, exactly. God, that's incredible. Um, yeah, it was a Bubba Gump though. Okay. Um, like, uh, because I remember my first time seeing Bubba Gump. Like, I forget. It was probably on some boardwalk. Honestly, it was yep. probably like the Myrtle Beach. It's boardwalk. The only that places was, they can exist. The, yeah, that's like that's like the hellhole in which they thrive. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like and Universal it's Studios. Like, yeah, it's like black mold. You know, yes. like in certain conditions, it will just come, and you know, it's just boardwalks are the the prime condition. But like, um, um, I just remember when I saw them, and like, and I saw um, Forrest Gump, and I was like, wait a minute, like, is this is is the, is the movie from this or? Is this from the movie? And I remember when I finally learned, like, no, some some absolute madman, some brilliant asshole was like, yeah. hey, this fictitious shrimp restaurant in Forrest Gump, what if I just made what that into an real? actual restaurant? Yeah, what if it were real? It was Robert Zemeckis himself. 
Yeah, oh he just God. called up his attorney and he's like, what are my rights on this? And they were like, fucking do it. Yeah, I love, yeah, yeah. of all the places to open, a Krusty Krab? No, fuck that. No. Like, let's open a restaurant that wasn't even a restaurant in the movie. It was a, yeah, it was a person that died in Vietnam. It oh was the idea. It was the idea of a man. It was a dream of a man. God. That's all Galveston is. <laughs> the the, the dream failed dreams of, a man. of men. Yeah. <laughs> the failed dreams the of men dream just of yeah. man. turned into Houston, capital. Houston is the crusty crab, and Galveston is the chum bucket. Yes, I'm glad oh, you yeah. understand. But so okay, so that is shocking. Okay, that reframes it a little bit for me. But um, that's hilarious. Tr- now every time I not go to a fucking <laughs> Bubba Gump because. Every they don't have unlimited breadsticks like yeah. my other favorite place. But uh, I'm just going to see Bubba Cump and just think shithole. <laughs> yeah. As if I didn't already. Right. It just adds another layer. That's so in, funny. In terms of Sheldon and Texas, this, okay, this rings true. Um, I thought one of the things that was very Texan was a well-meaning mother just telling her daughter to literally just buckle up and get back in a fucking marriage that she doesn't like. I thought that was insane. Like in the sweetest honeysuckle accent, just being like, get your ass back in there. That was gnarly. Yeah, cuffing it up. When Mima was just like, get the fuck out of my house, go be with your husband who doesn't love you. Um, trying to think. Yeah, marriage isn't a draft. You enlisted. So yeah, you, you can't, enlisted you can't, you can't abort mission now. Yeah. Oh, I this have a question. This is the Sea Org. What's the question? I do have a question. So Sheldon doesn't have an accent. Oh, oh, funny, oh, funny. You should funny mention. you bring this up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, um, um, um. So this is actually brought up in the very beginning of the show in the pilot. Yeah. You want to know why he doesn't have an accent? He deliberately chose to not only not have. Okay a um texas accent Mm -hmm. but he he literally was like all the smart people i like have a mid-atlantic accent so he mid-atlantic yes so he 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 as a like six-year-old or whatever forced himself to have a mid-atlantic affectation in his speaking mannerism so now he he means tested his accent he yeah no so okay so then my point to that is as you hear me talking you might notice that I also don't have a Texas accent. I yeah. have more of a Valley wow. Girl vocal fry. And mm-hmm. that is because for the exact same reason. Did is you mean you means tested your accent? I faked, you mean tested your I accent. I faked it until I made it into not having a fucking Texas accent. Folks, wow. this is huge. No, Life a, imitating art. Well, it's a thing. I, I would say it's a thing that Texans do. Like I like I would not be the only one to do. It's a thing a lot of Southerners do because you know who else has done it? Good old Stephen Colbert admitted in an interview that he just shook his fucking South Carolina or North Carolina accent off. And I feel really? like it's a common thing because well, growing up I went to an international school, so none of those kids had fucking Texas accents, and they would all roast me for sounding like a fucking hillbilly. And so I literally went home to my dad, who is a New Yorker, and I was like, I want that accent. Teacher. I was like, I don't want God, my mom's accent. You know, you know, it's a dark, you know, it's that. dark, you know, it's, you know, you're at the bottom of the barrel when you hear a man from Queens say, hey, you want some coffee? And just be like, that, I want yeah. that. No, wow, you me. sound like a smart dude. I so, hey, like, where's the water in here? Right, and so luckily he doesn't have, he has a very just standard American accent. Like, he doesn't. He barely grew up there, so he doesn't have yeah. a strong one. But I was like, I just want to sound Coffee. like a fucking normal American. Like, for the love of God. That's, that's, that's so wild you bring that up because, like, I have a lot of friends from Texas. And mm-hmm. not a lot of them, if any of them at all, now that have I think accent. about it, have an accent. Yep. And, but like, for me, it's yeah. just like some people from certain places, like where it's traditionally like, oh, that's that accent. They're like, don't actually have it. So I just assumed it was like, oh, that's like a stereotypical accent. Like not everyone no. has that. I, I had no idea that like changing your accent consciously was like a common thing. I don't know if all of it is so conscious. I think sometimes you move away and it just leaves mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But well, that's what happened with Luke, right? Because Luke also doesn't have an accent. Yep. 
So we're is, just, uh, we talked about this when he was on. We're just two little sociopaths happy to I know. be. <laughs> just means testing, means testing your way into the general populace. I always joke I that see. if we have a child. They're gonna have like a fucked up voice. Like oh. they'll come out of the womb. Your your like, child your y'all's child better have like the weirdest mix amalgamation. of like South Texas and like Cockney. Like, They're gonna be British. like, "Oi, pass me the fucking coffee, you fucking," <laughs> and then oh something God. Texan in there. <laughs> like, it'll what be does a, what does a British Texas hybrid accent sound like? Fun fact. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, maybe I know that. We um, got we gotta go to the lab for this one, boys. Yeah, I don't that's, know. But it's a mess. I don't know if everybody does it subconsciously. I think sometimes it slips away. But I think for me very, very specifically, I remember being like, I wanna be a smart person and smart people don't have this accent. And so I just was like, I don't want it. And then I chose a Valley Girl accent, which means like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you help. really you really you really kinda dropped the ball. That's yeah, yes. I really just went Where, back. Yeah. That's I like, um, like, yeah, um, like, like. Um, yeah. Yeah, see, that's well, what I feel that's like- what happened with me because I've, like, I grew up, like, an hour south of here and then went up to, like, L.A. for school and I've been here since. So I've, like, I feel like my, like, California dirtbag twang has only gotten worse <laughs> with time. Yeah, I don't, like, I think once everybody moves here, you just, you keep it. Like, no. I think I... There are like two ways to be from the South, I think. And one of those ways is to like do what I did, which is like you just completely you're like, I'm not from the South until you get to college. And then you're like, oh, I like need a personality trait. So I'm going to pick being from the South. And then you start mm. bringing it up again. Or yeah. there are people who are from the South who are like they double down on being from the South. Yeah. And that usually what? gets messy. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like more people I know force themselves to have a southern accent to have than, some sort of uniqueness yes exactly yeah because yeah. like i can i can i can uh, like i'm actually pretty bad with accents like like fake mm. I, I wish i was great i would love to just be able to like whip out like any accent. i think that's the coolest thing. like it sounds really dumb Dialect. but i think that people i think people who are good at accents i think that's cool yeah it's I already yeah, and like, but southern accents and like a southern affectation or twang, I can do. Just yeah. I, I mean, I grew up around it. Yeah, I understand you came it. Up near it. If I'm a little drunk, I can speak. I like, I especially sound like that. Yeah. But the thing is same. that not that many people from Virginia or I, Luke and I's part of Virginia speak with like southern accents. Because you know? it's so it's, close to DC, or I guess it's not that close. But it's like, do you think that yeah. affects it? And there's I don't a college know. there. There's a college there. I think that like. I just don't think that, like, we're that part of... Because we're the South, but we're not, like, that part of the no, South, you know? Because even when you go even when you go into, like, the counties, like, you hear people who speak, like, a little country, mm-hmm. but they don't speak with a Southern accent, you know? It's not like right. when you go to South Carolina. That's where you hear, like, the Frank Underwood, like, yeah. accent. Like, that's the real, a deep, like, different... That's a completely that's a, different thing. Yeah. I will say, in like, Sheldon, they nailed the Texas accent. Like, Mary sounds like my mom. Like, they yeah. nailed the very specific Texas accent. Because um, there did, is a Texas... I've, I've heard that there's a, there's, there is a Houston accent, too, particularly. There's a Houston accent in the way... I would say it's more of in, like, a Megan the Stallion type of... Like, she's got... I guess she's a really good example, because she has, like... Houston has a specific accent. I think it's, like, a slower accent in a way because mm-hmm. not to get too into dialects the georgia south carolina frank underwood that's a slow accent but the mm. bible belt mississippi that tends to be a little bit faster it's still tiny yeah. but it's faster yeah. and then houston slows it down because that's like a, like the like lean culture like everything is mm. slower mm-hmm. and like most i don't even know how to explain it houston has a slight specific accent i don't know yeah, I mean, to to go off of the thing you were saying about, like, people, like, dub, not, like, like I guess doubling down on their, like, southern things, like, my friends that, like, came from Texas that, like, tried to double down on being from Texas didn't do so on, like, fuck. an accent basis or, like, a kind of, like, uh, slang thing. Mm-hmm. They just kind of just kept talking about how good Whataburger 
how oh, much no. better it was better than in and out or like yeah. oh like like nothing like like texas barbecue is so good jack jack have you had texas barbecue jack i'm like <laughs> shut up like that's so funny like they're like if you're gonna pick something like to like like have like a like a cultural anchor in don't make it be something as easily provably false as whataburger being good or texas bar like, <laughs> texas barbecue oh. is good but like texas barbecue that that one i'll, yeah. I'll eat it yeah, and i'll be like yeah this is company. really good but like like, why do you bring this up on a Tuesday afternoon? So I agree with you halfway. I agree with you that it's useless to bring up Texas barbecue unless somebody's actively telling you that their barbecue's better than Texas barbecue. Then you can be like, Mm-mm-mm. I will say, I think Whataburger. I've never had an In-N-Out burger because I was vegetarian by the time I got here. But I came up on Whataburger, like going oh. through that drive-through, like on the way home from school, like oh so. Oh my god! <laughs> well, sorry about look, it. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I have had, I happen to have had, Both. I've had In-N-Out, yes. I've had Whataburger, I've had Fuddruckers, I've had White Castle, <laughs> I've had Checkers, I've had, I've all had those Sonic. Too. All of you, what, what, the, the, the thing that pisses me off about the Whataburger In-N-Out debate is that none of these things are cookout. Right. And that's the only thing that matters. Cookout. Cookout is the only... Like, when people... like I, I Go look fucking at, grill in your backyard if you want to. I'm talking about, like... No, no, no. I'm in my cookout, car. No, it's 1 o'clock in the fool. morning. I'm you getting fool. a cheeseburger. You and fool. I go to Whataburger, oh and I see this blanket of damp grilled onions wink wink and i'm like what the fuck is this but i'm hungry i'm drunk whatever you i eat it it's like eating shoes jack you fool you don't even know what cookout is cookout is a chain that exists only (laughs) in virginia and south carolina and tennessee and it is the superior burger chain it is you want to know why jack you want to know why it's a superior burger chain because not only do you have five options of burgers that are all really good and you get different sizes for five dollars you get a tray and with that tray you also get two sides those sides can be chicken nuggets hush puppies Fries, quesadillas, yes, hush puppies, quesadillas, chili cheese dogs, corn dogs, beans, chili, You get and you get two of them. So you can do two sets of chicken nuggets. So you can get a plate that is a chicken tender entree with two sides of chicken tenders. And guess what? You get a drink with that. And you know what else? That drink can be a shake. And you know what else? That shake can be of... 30 different shake flavors. And not only that, it can be any combination of those flavors. You know what? And you know what? You want to know what else? It is open till 4.30 a.m. Okay. You want to know what I just heard? I just heard, hey, Jack, you know why this place is good? Imagine if Golden Corral was a drive-thru. Oh, you wish. You wish, (sighs) you son of a bitch. You have no idea what you're missing. You have no idea what you're missing. I agree that the Whataburger debate's stupid, but the Whataburger It shouldn't be a debate. debate Whataburger is... should not be a restaurant. No, you're right. It's okay. it, it's irrelevant. Whataburger. I'm, I'm deleting my audio. But <laughs> both of these things, both of these things are irrelevant compared to Cookout. I've never been to Cookout. I can't speak on Cookout. You're, you're, you're all Here's... you are all fools. Okay, I will not hear this. I am the only person who has had them all. Sure, whatever. That's <laughs> not. Here's what I I'll am say. the only authority. I'm not. I'm not right, one of those can we people. Talk about... Can we talk about Bucky's instead? Have, have you no been to Bucky's? Bucky's? I have no idea what the fuck Bucky's what? is. Yeah, I have no idea. What the hell is a Bucky's? Oh no. Buc- I've had Papados. We've talked about yes. this. Papacitos. Papados. Yeah, you've had the Papa's yeah. family, which I respect. Yeah. Um, Papa's family. Fucking Bucky's, you guys. It is. So I understand why neither of you would have had it, even if you've been to Texas. Bucky's exists in the horrible what is the word i'm looking for purgatory that is the area in between texas big cities so if you're going Mm -hmm. from houston to austin houston dallas there exists this magical thing called bucky's and it is as if a walmart and a 7-eleven have had a child because it is a walmart size store with 7-eleven shit in it like any snack you would want any bedazzled cross you might want for your home, any beef jerky you might want, it's all there. And it's a big cultural staple of Texas. And you're saying this is good? I'm saying it's yeah. a cultural staple. Take what you this, will yeah. from <laughs> this, this is, this what is it what is. This is what I think of. 
But Texas culture. It is Texas culture. And you'll find sure. many people with merchandise from it. Like, because it's a beaver. Sorry. Bucky's, he's a beaver. And he owns Bucky's. And you'll see his little fat round face <laughs> on every, like, pickup truck. A, a beaver owning a business that is a cultural staple of Texas. What, what an yeah. affront to God. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you described it as a purgatory. Sure sounds like hell. It is a purgatory. If you are stuck in between two cities in Texas, I don't know what to tell you. Bucky's. Good fucking God. Yeah, look it up. It's a treasure. We'll look into it. We'll look into it. (laughs) Well, all I know is that now I'm never stepping in a fucking Bucky's. Uh, (laughs) If you have to pee, it's your best bet. But the thing with the, the barbecue debate, that's I, I, okay. I respect that. I, I, the okay, barbecue okay. Debate, I agree. I agree with the barbecue thing. I think oh, the whole no. barbecue thing is just like, I think it's dumb because it's like going to Japan and being like, wow, the sushi was so much better over there than it is over here. It's like, okay, yeah. What's your fucking point? Obviously. Like p- Texas is barbecue. I'm not saying. No, I, I agree. But, but I, I grew up in that- California. This fucking hippie state is trying to push salads and blended fucking grass down my throat and charge me 20 bucks for it i'm not trying to say california is by any means a staple i'm also not saying that in and out is like the end-all be-all of fast food uh burgers i love in and out i think it's a good place but i'm not saying like i wouldn't fall on a sword for in and out but like when people are like first of all when people bring up the debate of whataburger and in and out i roll my eyes and then actually having had whataburger makes me furious because it's like i'm being gaslit by people being like it's even comparable what type of like what time of day did you eat it it was night okay well here's here's what i was gonna say about the barbecue that's another thing thing. that's another thing people do that too people will like ask me questions about like not what time but like they'll be like well what'd you get and i'm like well it's whataburger so i got a burger and they're like no 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 you have to get the honey butter chicken biscuit oh you're known for then i'm like well then why isn't it before 10 a.m but why isn't it called what a honey bu- butter chicken biscuit? Why is, <laughs> why is it called Whataburger? Yeah. Wait, Optim is saying something about barbecue. No, I was going to say the thing with barbecue is that like, yeah, Texas people talk about how great the barbecue is. Sure, whatever. It is good. It is. I, as a Southerner, I understand that there is a there is a factual superiority in Southern barbecue than there is to non-Southern barbecue. Mm. Sure. But the thing is, I'm not eating that shit every day. Yeah. I'm not going to have brisket every fucking day. I'm not going to spend every lunch... Yeah, I know. You want to know why the life expectancy in California is higher than Texas? Yeah, that's why. Like, I like, like, like. It's great, right? It's like, like barbecue. Yeah, I, I'm sure if I wanted barbecue once a week, like being in Texas would be great for it. But yeah. God damn it, like I am, I am definitely a lot healthier here than yeah. I am in Texas because I mean, I'm sure they have salads in Texas. I've never seen. Have them. they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just God. got a sweet green in Houston. Yeah, they're they're sal- their salads are like candied with like pork gel. Just that's like- actually fucking true. They always have bacon bits and candied yep. pecans on them. Yeah. If you're gonna have a salad in public in Texas, you might as well just put like a Hillary sign on your lawn. It's basically this, they're, they're just like, oh, whose side are you yeah. fucking on? Yeah, like, I know, yeah. Like yeah, every all- time I go home and I have to like relive the fact that i'm vegan to my family it's it's worse than if i came home and was just like i've killed a man and i thought you guys should know oh if if you said you killed somebody they'd probably be like well like he was trespassing we eat him (laughs) and be like at least you got some meat involved yeah did you save him did you save him little known fact little known fact texas classifies um salad bars and salad restaurants the exact same way it does mosques no fun, what? Fa- fun fact fun no fun fact for the audience no i'm joking <laughs> okay wait no i was willing to believe it though i literally leaned in it? i was like one more time yeah so it's like <laughs> uh well, Greg welcome out. back to hannity uh our yeah. new latest story they're trying to build a sweet greens at ground zero and i don't <laughs> think that that's any respect to any of the victims any of the veterans yeah yeah um, Jack, we're hitting, we're getting, we're 58 minutes. Wow. We're, should we, uh, we should wrap up soon, right? Yeah, we've, we got a lot of good content here. We've yes. talked about a lot. Talked, talked about, about a lot. lot. I'm looking. Didn't even, talk, we, didn't even we, talk about the we, show that much, I feel we, like. We, 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 we got into, we got into it. Yeah, we got into it. <laughs> we did. It I'm good. trying I don't to think there's any notes. I think my only notes was that, um, 
fucking the darn tootin has never been uttered by a texan i i i when i heard that because when we were watching it i was like thinking like oh what are they saying that's like texan and not when they said that i was like there's no fucking way darn tootin ain't it dude yeah let me just tell you that it's like saying weenie shit yes i would 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 sooner say yeehaw i could see somebody in like i could see somebody in like tennessee or like south carolina saying darn tootin yeah like some i because I, like there's some like ned flanders types there yeah. you know right but like in texas it's like oh you're you you have the mouth of a pirate and you're also probably racist so you're not saying darn tootin you're just not saying darn tootin yeah i feel like saying darn tootin in texas is like in california when we'd say swag like it started yeah. out ironically and then just slipped into your lexicon yeah, yeah. or hella hella I, I think he- about hella. Hella, hella, hella got me. I say hella. All hella yeah. darn. Tootin. I say hella all the time. Hella. hella well, hell is a Bay Area thing, and that it is a Bay Area bad. thing. Same with Finna. Yeah. Finna, yeah, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I had in my notes was like Georgie's premise that him being single will be like a Golden Corral buffet is true. Oh my not, god! Not because his there's sex that two life... and a half men lingo coming back. Yeah. <laughs> But not because his sex life will be full of choices like a buffet, but that he'll have the sex appeal of someone who eats at Golden Corral. Uh. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like a Golden Corral in the sense that, like, in concept, in theory, it sounds like enticing. But when you actually go to the the bar, the buffet, and you look at the food options, yeah, everything is just a very low, low quality version. Oh, yeah. of what it could be. And you can yeah. fill yourself up with it as much as you want. It's not going to satisfy you. Yo, yo. Speaking of all this other shit we talked about, you hear that soup plantations closing down for good? I heard I, about that. That that yeah. is heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. That's I sad. had a soup plantation right down the street from where I lived back at home. And I, there's photos of me with like stacks of cups of just like soups that I would fucking delete when I was like oh eight years old. I was a vacuum cleaner. Out of a, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to see me at a buffet. It's, wow. it's disgusting. It's well, he's the thing. I, I probably won't because they're not coming back for a while. That's the, that's the whole deal. That buffets are going to be the last thing to open up. Oh shit. That makes golden, sense. golden corral is probably going to go out of business. Like. Any buffet-style restaurant might go out of business. I mean, like, I will say since going vegan, I don't think I've been to a single buffet. So I'm not well, going to yeah. miss them that much. But I know it'll affect the culture. Yeah. I mean, it'll be even, devastating for the culture. Even the salad at Sioux Plantation was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, salad bars are also, like, out of the question. Yeah. That's another thing that's not going to come back for a while. Fuck, dude. Salad bars. We need a fucking yeah. vaccine. Yeah, we need a goddamn vaccine. Let's figure that out. Let's get young Sheldon. <laughs> yes. Well, Sheldon, my man. Where where are you, Sheldon? Come yeah. on. Medium Sheldon? Yeah. Yeah. Where's Dr. Sheldon? Yeah. Fucking spend his time with useless space shit when we need boots on the ground fixing <clears throat> the Was he the only crisis. space guy exactly. in Big Bang Theory? Was he the spaciest lad? No, they were all pretty spacey. I think oh. they're all physicists and astrophysicists oh, in some okay. way. Because I was going to say, that is a big Texas thing, especially Houston, especially East Texas, to be, like, very NASA-oriented. Oh, well, he is, for sure. So, yeah, yeah that tracks. He definitely is. Get me off yeah. this planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I grow tired of these humans being tangled, <laughs> being, yeah. being entangled in their lives. I like the one with um, Isabel from Animal Crossing. <laughs> I grow oh, yeah. tired of these villagers. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Okay, they'll look out. They'll look up and shout, save us. And I'll look down and answer, no. <laughs> that is complete Sheldon energy. Yeah. Um, Marge, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, what'd you think? Where do you see them going forward? Um, I mean, my God. If I, like, in real life, I would see the parents getting a divorce, but it's CBS. So I don't think they will. Um Georgie's on like a very strong incel trajectory. He's on it. (laughs) He's on his way. Um, Missy, I don't... She's gonna get like... They won't cover her whenever she's a teen, I bet. But she's she's gonna get a little klepto-y. That's what I feel from her. She's gonna just start (laughs) stealing shit for attention. I would love that. But 
it, it oh, doesn't yeah. attract though. Like she wants That's attention. Trash. She likes she material wants attention. goods. Like she's yes. gonna start stealing lip glosses from CVS. Yeah. Um. Fuck yeah. I mean, I have no concept of the like how this show's gonna go because it doesn't progress. <laughs> like it's the classic like they're in the same spot whenever we see them every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's the beauty of this show is that like other shows have plot development, uh, but they just yeah. like tell you what happens. Like, yeah, it, it's up to you, the viewer, to interpret what's happening on. Screen. Well, I mean, Chuck Laurie said breaking like Better Call Saul can only go six seasons. I want Young Sheldon to go fucking twenty. So I'm not gonna bother with plot. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. have an end hey. point. <laughs> Hey, let's compare side by side Vince Gilligan's bank account and Chuck Lorre's bank account. Yeah, one I, of them was called mm. the king of sitcoms, and if I googled him, the other one yep. wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> Chuck always has the last laugh. Yeah, he will. He will. Oh yeah. It'll just be that one laugh track from Two and a Half Men, where there's like one person that's laughing like way higher pitch than everyone. That'll yeah. Just yeah. Be that's the last laugh. That's Chuck, and that's insane. him on his way to the bank. <laughs> oh yeah um beautiful marge thank you so much for coming nice. on this episode uh oh yeah it's great to have you uh you have anything you want to shout out to anyone anything oh. going any on any plugs i can't plug anything since i'm in quarantine i <laughs> like i can plug myself cleaning my desk tomorrow Catch me cleaning on my Instagram desk live. Everyone, yeah, on Instagram Live. Everyone, Marge will be cleaning her desk tomorrow. Uh, so by the time you're hearing this, she's cleaned her desk last week. This is a good way to hold me accountable. If it's yeah, not clean exactly. whenever this airs, shoot me. We'll know. Yeah. We'll know. Come on we'll, over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, send, we'll send the police. <laughs> <laughs> Just call them. So yeah. It's like SWAT. Oh. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah, uh, that's my plug. Well, uh, that's it for episode 12 of The Gates of Shell. Uh, Obton, I will see you back for episode 13. Um, My man. And everyone, again, thank you for listening, but please stop. Like, go help somebody. Um, Yeah, seriously, stop. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're Chuck Lorre, then keep listening because you'll find you'll find some legal grounds to sue us don't oh, don't yeah. you don't you worry if you play oh, this you episode backwards where it's all copyright infringement yeah <laughs> if, if you play if you play this podcast episode backwards i i dox you uh, <laughs> so incredible uh yeah that's it for us um thank you for joining and we'll see you guys for the next episode peace Hey, mom, look.